I'm cracking open a cold one. I'm cracking open a cold one from Revolution Brewing in Chicago. It's Repo Man. That's what I'm drinking this evening. The art yeah. is very cool. That is some uh, cool art. It is some I'll very be, cool uh, art. Yeah. I'll be drinking uh, toxins tonight. <laughs> That's right. Um. <laughs> Well, we uh, we did it again. We started recording much later than we intended. Yeah, after buddy, some, I love it. After some technical issues and whatnot. Um, yeah, it's Josiah's fault. It's my fault. But, you know, things are going to be okay. It's all going to work out. This is going to be a good episode. You guys hyped? Let's hype up. Yeah. It's a, let's do this. It's, let's it's, do cold this. Open, it's cold open moment right now. We're hyping. We're hyping. Come on. I feel so, hype us up. Uh, have you... Have you um, have you ever seen uh, the Banshees of Inchurin? That's not a hype. Shut up. That's not a hype. <laughs> but it's it's such a good it's it's a finger. It's a good movie, good but movie. it's 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 a good movie. It's not a hype though. It's not a hype. It's not a hype. Uh, yeah, Jackal. Uh, Jackal hype? was Jackal was accidentally using the bad mic the last two episodes, but we're back to Jackal yeah. in 3D. That's hype. Yeah. No. The the reason for that was that I was using a different cord to connect to my computer, which they're both USB. So. I thought that it would work, but they don't. I need to use like the specific didn't. cord that the mic the came with. Gave. Otherwise, <laughs> it just straight up doesn't work. So, you know. You know how things go. Phil, you, Sorry about that. You, you feel like the hype man, Phil. That kind of feels yeah, like your job. Yeah, Can you that's, hype, that's hype us job. up? Hype us up right now. We're, we're getting a little so, too low energy right now. So you know what's you know what's crazy, guys. You know, I I looked out my house the other day, and what do I see? You know, in um in my hometown of uh, unspecified New Jersey town, I, <laughs> I, I look outside, and there's a there's a giant plume of smoke, and I'm like, you know, what that's what the hype. hell? It's that's not hype. It's the it's the it's only the eighth ecological disaster in New Jersey this month. So, you know, I'm looking at... <laughs> you see the news coming out of Ohio, and you're like, wait, I thought that's just what it always looks like. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, Newark see, if you, has a fine say, smog you've, you've never been, You've never been to New Jersey. There's like a bit. It's like, have you ever seen The Mist? The Mist? It is, it is kind of like the mist. It's kind of like that. It's just always a mushroom cloud, but there's like there's no bomb that's gone off. There's just kind of a perpetual mushroom cloud over like Newark. Yeah, sometimes it makes it makes flying out of there a little a little treacherous sometimes. But you, oh, you well, make first it off, you have to get the through time. the TSA. I actually, I flew, I flew recently on my, to get to Florida on my honeymoon. Three people missed the flight because they got lost in the TSA. Oh yeah, the, uh, the and they were the TSA, early, and that's the Newark TSA. Yeah the 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 TSA will have very arbitrary rules depending on which airport that you're at, and they will change. I've oh, and had Newark to take off is strict my, as fuck. I've I've taken off my boots at one, and then that the other one told, "No, don't take off your boots. You have to take your computer out of the bag, though." And at the <laughs> other one, "No, leave your computer in the backpack." What the right, f- which right. fucking one do you want me to do? They'll just tie you down with bureaucracy for two hours, and you'll have missed your flight solely because some guy was like, "Yeah, we gotta recheck his bag." I don't know why. Yeah, the I I I, I you know the Des Moines TSA. Not not too strict, I'd say. There's like one guy hanging out. I I, I wonder why. 
Yeah, there's like one guy kind of bored hanging out. He's, you know. I will say that when, <laughs> when it's only like a couple guys, you can't have like an affable conversation with a TSA agent where it's just like, yeah, no, it's not busy. Yeah. Just go ahead. They're like, huh, strange. You only did half a thing of flight school? You only want to know how to fly it, not to land it? Eh, well, go on in. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to cut me saying that. That was fucked up. That was a fucked that up was... 9-11 joke. <laughs> that was... <laughs> That was just, uh, I I can't I <laughs> We gotta do wait, I gotta do the um God, I gotta do the bit where it's like Norm McDonald and he's like nine eleven. Nine eleven. Oh yeah, Norm McDonald's nine eleven jokes are pretty great. They're definitely hit or miss, I I'll tell you that much and Oh my god! Let me tell you, they hit more often than not. I mean, jokes about nine eleven. I, I want to feel like they've got about like sixty percent accuracy. <laughs> we sh- I don't know if we should be doing this. <laughs> I like how I like how the two the two tri-staters are okay with this. You're you're. Oh, are you guys <laughs> fine? All right, all right. Well, then I'll well, well I, I mean, it is. It, what do you think though well well jackal i feel like if you make too many like 9-11 jokes it could really cause the fall you know where are we going the fall or the collapse of your career there we go there we go i really i I, really i I fucking knew that that was gonna i knew that like the moment that you opened your mouth like nope we're going comedy is supposed to you know comedy is supposed to bring people up it's not supposed to knock them down okay you know uh you know um uh Josiah, what what do you think about Roseanne Barr? I don't fucking care about Roseanne Barr. <laughs> yeah, know, that's Jack, a good comedy opinion to should, have. <laughs> comedy should really stand on its own. You know what I Com- mean? Like comedy should be more jokes about pronouns. That's what I think. I, now, Josiah, <laughs> as someone who you were a stand-up comedian, right? Yeah. You know, God forgive you, but you were a stand-up <laughs> yeah, comedian. I I know. I've I'm doing my penance now as a podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> is that penance no. i don't know if that's penance I this think one's that's just, yeah you know i yeah. used to i used to work for lockheed martin but now i just uh now i'm a military recruiter <laughs> yeah, now i used to i, I used to I'm blow a... up children with n95s but now i just advocate for blowing up children with <laughs> exactly now i'm just a lobbyist i used yeah. to directly pilot the drones but now i just lobby for it i used to be part of the military industrial complex and now i'm part of the military what's a few intercontinental <laughs> missiles amongst friends you know exactly that's that's my favorite my favorite terminology to use now josiah as a former stand-up could be a recovering yeah. stand-up comedian mm-hmm. <laughs> yes yes so <laughs> i might be i'm not now i've i've never entered the realm of stand-up comedy i have far too much self-respect for myself but mm-hmm. isn't it true that to have an effective set for yeah stand-up comedy dare i say like basically any any comedy Perform- is, yeah you gotta be funny right yeah that's like, you have to make jokes <laughs> yeah i feel like that's a prerequisite like, that's a, well like l- l- let me go ahead and say to that i will say as somebody who was spent a lot of time at open mics for like a year of my life i will say that that isn't necessarily a prerequisite for doing stand-up <laughs> i would you know i apparently Josiah, i'm wrong like i i think that you you have to believe in the trinity to be a christian you have to be funny to be a comedian the fuck is wrong with me man 
you know, Jackal, it's like, uh, it's like it's like family ga- guy, keeping you know? all over the place. It's like Family Guy. You're always gonna have that one joke that is just like you know the guy going up there and going black people, and then like you know everybody erupts into ravenous laughter. Yeah. I, you know, I, I will say for what it's worth, the people I was around were liberal leaning, although they were also like free speech guys. So they would get annoying about that at times. But like, on didn't the they whole, get really, didn't they get really, really, really weird when Will Smith punched Chris Rock? Uh, there were a few that were weird about that. I, there I, could be consequences. I saw them on Facebook, but uh, you know, they, I didn't hear much like pronouns jokes or whatever. There was a guy uh, who hosted the open mics that was pretty good too. Like one time, like he would make jabs at people if they did sets that were transphobic. Um, That's I was cool. Liked him. That is because cool. like. Yeah, because the guy would like the guy would sit down after doing a transphobic set, and he's like, "Oh man, thanks for showing those people who really need more pain in their life, trans people. Good job, man." Up next, you know, you just like make a comment definitely, like that. Definitely <laughs> going after like the 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 people that are really in control. The, those people they haven't had they've had it too easy. Yeah, they've had it too easy. Yeah, he would just make snide comments like that between. See, I, I was, that's I liked that's that funny. That's yeah. funny. Um, it's more so when you have someone that looks like they came off of central casting for RuPaul that, uh, <laughs> it's like most of the guys I met doing stand up all kind of like sounded and acted like Bill Burr. If Bill Burr wasn't funny, that was kind of the vibe. <laughs> that was See, pretty good. That's, that that's the interesting thing about Bill Burr is that Bill Burr will be a massive asshole one minute, but the other minute it's like, Oh, okay. I kind of get you. You're kind of funny. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is like, it's a lot of people who really liked Bill Burr, but their takeaway from Bill Burr was the sexism. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody knows that the, the, the gateway to comedy is abuse. You know what? It's this w- has been a, this has been a, a good cold open, but I think we probably need to move on fellas. What do you think? Yeah. I think we should move on to the main, the intro of the podcast. Hit uh, the music. We shouldn't be falling over ourselves to, you know, start the episode. Previously on Sutton P.I. There's a bunch of jazz music playing right now. Sutton uh, P.I. Sutton P.I. Uh, I'm, I'm looking for this Catholic bird known as Finch. Uh, I ended up in kind of a Saw parody last time, and I ran into her, but she flew away. My case has been getting uh, it's been getting lifted up, and uh, unfortunately, it's been transferred to the FBI. That's right, I'm going to have to work with the FBI. So after uh, finishing my 20th cigarette in my uh, in my car outside of this this kind of back lot, like this broken down apartment building, I look at the address I'm holding, and this is where I'm going to be meeting this this FBI agent that I'm working for. So I you know I, I walk up into this apartment building. It smells like like pot and piss everywhere. And I go up to the door and I knock on it. I'm supposed to be looking for a for a, an agent jackal. Knock knock knock. <laughs> for for uh, for those for those at home, Josiah just shook his his his, his, his I ex- computer. <laughs> I knocked on my laptop, <laughs> which caused to shake three times. Which is I feel that caused- you should I feel that you should know that so that you, you can appreciate <laughs> that uh, 
as I appreciate how that. committed I am to the joke. All right, I'm, I'm knocking on the so apartment door. I so Agent Jackal, otherwise known as Agent Redlum, Agent opens Redlum. the door. Uh, you you Agent Jackal. I am indeed. You're gonna. Oh, let me let me look you over real real quick. You're you're the private detective. That's right. That's right. Hmm. Look, like you got about one eighth, uh, one eighth of reptile. Do you come in? I enter into just this disgusting apartment building. It's see uh, tied to a chair, um, the an Italian man with. <laughs> wait, it's the Italian man with the peck wound on the back of his yeah, head. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. it's the drunk Italian Phil himself. Uh, what's going on? He said I was an abomination unto God, but I'm just Italian. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, you piece of shit. What I do, what I do. You know where the Akashic Records are, you piece of fucking shit. Can we, uh, can we put the gag back in his mouth? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. I'm sorry, man, I, I forget how, how these, uh... These ultra terrestrials get when when they're when, when, when they start when they start being questioned they start getting real confrontational and try to play with your mind. Hold on, get, put, put it back on. Fucking increase. I'll have I'll have you know, Agent uh, Agent Mulder. I mean Jackal. I'm a skeptic and don't believe in reptilians. Neither or a well, of course of course you wouldn't you're you you're you're one eighth reptile and from the way that i can see that the hair stand on on your shoulder right there you you look as if you you have dwarven heritage from one of the descent <laughs> one of the the root races of mankind so of course you would think that way you were very stoic people but don't worry i'll do most of the talking for us <laughs> Somebody stop him. That's he right. Won't That's stop right. Going on about we're the doing we're doing an X Files parody in twenty twenty three. Let's go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he won't stop pointing out my hybrid genetics. <laughs> You're trying to start a breakaway civilization, you piece of shit. I won't let you turn us into a Stargate. I think that this can be explained by reasonable things, such as him being Italian. That's not it. You don't understand. Look at look at him. Look at the way. Look at his face. <laughs> look at that face. <laughs> That's the face of a reptile. You look at his eyes. What, what do you mean? I'm just slightly greasy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the you ever you, detective detective side. Have you ever have you ever looked at at a at a snake or a skink? <laughs> have you seen them? Have you seen how fucking voiced they are? Uh, hey, wait a second. I look at skinks all the time. It's New York City for exactly, Pete's sake. Exactly, exactly, exactly. That's not what I'm That's talking he's about. Looking at, he's, looking, he's, looking at his, he's looking at his brethren. His brethren. They've been planted here to watch over you. Look, you. This will all make sense in a minute. I promise. I promise. Come on, have mercy <laughs> on a guy. Oh. Your like, brain waves are going to get to me, you tool of piece of fuck. Do you... Uh, Agent Jackal, do you do you live here in this condition? I'm oh, like looking. Oh, 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 no, no. I just, I just like found this place and I, I stuffed them in here. I don't even actually, know what apartment. Actually, this is my in. apartment. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> they like they. You, you notice how fucking? Do you know how fucking ungodly hot it is in here? Do you know why? Do you know why? 
Do you know what? Because he's Italian? Because he's a re- he's re- he's a reptilian. So, is it Italian, like every reptilian, New York Italian, City reptilian. apartment? It's real dark Italian. and wet. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh. Is it because he's a spicy meatball? That's what they want you to think. <laughs> Welcome to Vammenberg, everybody. Hey, that's not <laughs> Watch nice. the skies. My, my mother's <laughs> ovaries were meatballs. Don't talk about it that uh, way. Welcome to Vammenberg, everybody. Uh, if that intro didn't make it clear, I'm Josiah, and I'm joined by my two wonderful co-hosts, Phil. Uh, hi, everybody. Um, and Jackal. You know, stars are actually portals to other dimensions. The sun is actually a uh, big portal to it, oh. and that's where the ships are. That when they come, when they come to visit, huh? they're they're hiding behind there. Jackal, uh, the, the bit's over. You can you can stop. You can, you can stop, Jackal. Yeah, you, you can stop believing in wait, aliens. Wait, it was just a hold joke. on. Wait, what? What bit are you talking about? Could you please untie me from the chair? <laughs> no. Yeah. The, no, that's not going to happen. We're done with the bit now. <laughs> No, I, I haven't. I haven't mastered the clicks yet, so I haven't been able to effectively communicate with him as well. But I'm, I'm getting there. Huh? If you look at his eyes, you you can kind you can see you can, you can see I you can see it. You can you can see the slit. You can see the the, the that little bit of reptilian slit that's there. That's from I think, him. I think now, I just people, have an eyelash now, in my eye. Now some people some people will say that that he's not actually a reptilian. He's a he's a raptor. Idiots like that. Real crazy assholes like that. Everyone <laughs> knows that reptilians are that raptors are just an ethnic group of the reptilians, like a bunch of racists. Well, Jackal, everybody knows you know you can't trust a white raptor. That's exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Welcome uh, to Mammonberg. I was watching the All Gas No Breaks Alien Con, and it's living fucking rent free in my head. I can't not talk about this. <laughs> we we knew we were gonna do just a brief X Files parody, and so Jackal started doing some um some intensive research <laughs> on the matter. Which then I I went into this video is amazing. Um, Josiah will be taking clips for it, but there is a there's a man who who. I think has Photoshop pictures where he believes he's a prophet chosen by the aliens. Uh, there's a there's a guy who looks like a a, a, a very very small. He looks. Phil will know who this is. Uh, the the guy who got very angry in New York about someone playing oh, yeah. music outside. They put um, him in a movie. They they they, they, did. they gave him a brief cameo in a movie where he he's very he, funny. Um, he gets he, to. He looks, I walked uh, Bob Dylan uh, down the aisle. I don't have no talent like I don't that know guy. If that fucked up the, the record. Yeah, that guy. That guy. Very funny. Um, it's a guy who looks like who looks like that wearing a Conan the Barbarian T-shirt. Uh, there's also a woman who says that she's a one eighth reptile. The reptiles killed her cat, and that she is tied to the uh, the telepathic hive mind. <laughs> I she's one eighth reptile. This is so good. <laughs> Wouldn't that be like an interracial, like reptile on reptile violence? Well, no, because well, I forgot to say the guy who looks who 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 looks uh, like a very the very short New York man with the Conan the Barbarian T-shirt said that humans are a result of the manipulation of the reptilians because they combine their own DNA with platypi DNA. Oh, of course, oh, the platypus DNA. Yeah. I mean, I was just washing my stinger yesterday. <laughs> Is that what you call it? <laughs> well, there's also the tail, but that's well, yeah, yeah, that's true. Every who doesn't have a vestigial tail these days, you know, you know, uh, lots of people actually. 
Oh. Maybe I should see a doctor. Yeah, I think you should. That seems like a, like a real medical problem. It seems like a worthwhile. Um, a real medical problem. Pulling, the reason, the reason why in. we did that, the reason why we did that intro is that, uh, okay, let's, we're going to be very honest. This is going to be kind of a doubter of an episode. So well, the reason we did that, um, the reason we did that intro was because we hate white people. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> that, that's also true. <laughs> We we this was our part of white genocide. We one exactly. step closer. Um, Unlimited no, genocide but, on the first world. No, we also did that intro because, of course, um, the biggest news story of all right now—that's more important than everything else that's happening—is that we keep seeing UFOs. Right. Well, weirdly enough, I actually did look outside earlier and saw a, like a weird streak of light in the sky. Like a chain they of were lights. Coming, and I'm they like, were coming what? to get you, Phil. They were coming to get you. I was like, what the home. hell are these? And like, my whole family, because my family came over for dinner my niece, my sister, my brother in law. Yeah. You know, for, you know, my entire family with my parents. And we're all just kind of like looking at it, like, not sure what to make of it. And, and But what's funny is we weren't, none of us were like, oh man, it's like aliens. We all just looked at it and was like, huh, that's neat. And went inside, which is the most New Jersey response <laughs> you could ever have to unexplainable <laughs> phenomena. Okay, I'm going to open our discussion here with a question. Do you guys feel like this last week and a half feels like we're in the first chapter of a sci-fi novel? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it kind of feels (laughs) like like we're in the the beginning of... It kind of feels like we're in the, like, the, the epilogue, not the epilogue, uh, the prologue, my brain. Yes, it feels like we're in the prologue of, it's it's fun, I was going through, um... Uh, and the first book of the Southern Reach trilogy again, Annihilation. Oh yeah, and this kind of feels like something that, like any through that or like basically any imagine like a prestige sci-fi television show. This feels like like the the opening bit that you do to establish like how the fuck did we get to where we are right yeah, now? Yeah, well, Kelly was uh my my girlfriend was saying that uh it made me think it made her think of um. It, the first couple chapters of World War Z, the book. Yes. Because in the yes. first couple bo- like chapters, it's like, strange things keep happening in different places of the world. It's kind of like headlines, you know? It's like, oh, well, there's, you know, there's this thing that keeps happening. So, so what we've got is, this all started with a fucking Chinese weather balloon. Maybe we start <laughs> there. Is that where we start, right? <laughs> Probably. Let's I let's start. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. There, I got to but... punch I got to punch something into my computer to look up the Chinese weather balloon. Yeah. And All right, so we're going to So keywords here are Chinese. Yes. Inflation cuz it's a balloon. No, no. Oh no. Chinese no. Inflation oh no. Spy. <laughs> Chinese inflation spy. Oh. No. No, no, no. Okay. Um yeah, Jose, we're talking about weather balloon. Well, we're talking about the weather balloon. So, okay, it, it, this was um, a ridiculous story that captivated the country for like several days. So you probably already saw it, but there's you a weather balloon. It, but it started yeah. in Alaska. It made it to like what South Carolina was that where it was yeah. when they finally shot it down? Went over yeah. Montana. It's a. Uh, it's pretty obviously kind of a spy craft. I'm gonna go ahead and say that's where my stance is. I do think it was. I but mean, the, yeah. It, but what I'll add uh, it, is it's that the we exact s- same thing that the U.S. has. <laughs> yeah, we so. do this shit to 
other people all the time. Everybody spies on everybody. But for whatever reason, the press just really glued in on this unidentified flying object balloon. And so everybody was freaking out about it. And it's obviously a spy craft because it like fucking it went over Montana, like where our nukes are. It's like, yeah, okay. Like <laughs> you know. Um and then, you know, Biden decided to shoot it down at the end. Um, and then also like, there's a whole, it's a whole international incident. And that's been pretty funny because then like China's like, it's just a weather balloon. It wasn't a spy craft, but please don't look at anything that was inside of it. Just send it back. please. Have you, uh, have you seen smiling friends yet? Josiah? No, I have not. <laughs> so in, in an episode of smiling friends, there is, uh, there's the, the century egg which if you don't know what that is it's a it's an egg that you bury in the ground for uh quite a while and then you eat it i can't imagine that it's very appealing but the sentry egg is talking to the two main characters uh it's a guess i have the security footage in in the drawer over there but i'm so weak oh can you go 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 get it there only if you promise to bury me in my homeland and then they uh one of them goes to get the security footage uh, it's like, oh shit! No, no, no! Other drawer, other drawer. Don't look at that one. No, 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 no. Uh, just uh, ignore that. Go, <laughs> go to the other one. Yeah, no, no. It, it's, it's very funny. Um, I don't like people are making this a, is the international version this. of that. Yeah, <laughs> people are making a fucking huge deal out of this when it's pretty obvious. Yeah, they, they are. Fucking everyone's spying on each other. Yeah, and so this then has turned into a fucking insane thing over the weekend because i think it was last friday another ufo was spotted in alaska i believe and then the it u.s shot Canada, it down and there it was a kid <laughs> trust justin trudeau asked for it to be shot down and excuse so yeah this is what's even funnier this is how rapidly they happen i think we're mixing up two different ones because i think oh, one shit. happened in alaska got shot down if i'm correct um and then another <laughs> There were multiple over the weekend. Then another in Canada. <laughs> sir, sir, down. which which balloon? <laughs> which balloon? And then they just there's like a toddler holding uh, like a Mickey Mouse balloon. They're, it's like the best well, day of their life. You know, they're dying of cancer. <laughs> that you know that the empty UAV sniper is just staring at them. With, like, like, no, I do wanna, I have permission? I want to point out that, that, uh, that the White House uh, White House press secretary uh, Karen uh, Jean Pierre. Has said that there is, uh, there is no, again, no indication of aliens or extraterrestrial activity with these recent takedowns. I mm-hmm. don't believe her. <laughs> I don't believe her. So, so I do. <laughs> I'm a little boring, but maybe, now, maybe that's because, I am a skeptic. No, we know you are, you are one, you are one eighth reptilian, reptilian, just saying, and you are that's descended true. from the, from the dwarven root race. Of course you are. <laughs> No, so I'm not. So they they weren't. Um, they, so the UFOs weren't weren't weather balloons too. They at this point they were. They have not said what they were. Probably drones of some sort. Probably. Um, probably or, drones. Or, or you know, I get okay, fine. They might be aliens. Oh, is that what you want you. me to say? <laughs> okay. Yes. All right. Thank you. Man, that if they're is, aliens, we, they got to update the design. Yeah, they got to get some better UFOs. <laughs> Anyway, so we shot down a bunch might, of drones. It might be, it might be the G jacket species from from, <laughs> from from Nope. But the thing is, the thing is, like, what I've been kind of confused by, and then this this gets into some other conversations here, is that like 
we 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 see ufos all the time the department of defense talks about this all the time we see like 100 ufo sightings a year why is the press paying this much attention now and now could it could be that they're getting ready to reveal the, the secret <laughs> space program <laughs> well and and wh- so like like okay friend of the show chris barker's theory is that people criticize Joe Biden for taking so long to shoot down the weather balloon that now he's just like, fuck it. We're shooting down every UFO we see. <laughs> that, you know, I think he may have a point. I think he might be right. Um, I and it think doesn't even really like, matter I'm, what it is. Well, and I'm, I'm kind of interested, like, why? Okay, it's very clear these are getting shot down. Who keeps sending them? You know what I mean? Like, that's... That's interesting. Well, it depends on who you're talking to, Josiah. They might be the Ascended Masters. They might be uh, the <laughs> the reptilians of, of the planet Rylu. <laughs> it's impossible. I can't. To I, say. Josiah, I am sorry. I can't get this fucking. You're video so deep out into this now, Josiah. Josiah, it's it's I even can't. it's even simpler than that, Jackal. A small group of people has always really controlled the world. <laughs> no, if you really look no, into no, it. no, we are moved. No, 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 no. I would like to point out that uh, <laughs> uh, that that alien video is the only one. The flat Earth has a, has anti semitism. That video, the alien one, probably the most endearing group of people because uh, because they are in fact not anti semites. Not not that we know of. Not that we know not of. yet. Not, yeah. not that we, not that we know of. Oh right. man. I have not paid attention to what these people are posting now. Probably nothing good. Probably but nothing good. I I would agree with 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 Chris about uh broadly it's probably because Biden wants to look tough because they yeah. took a while to shoot down the other balloon. The question is, yeah, I, I mean it could be anyone that's sending them, really. Russia, China, like uh, who knows? Belgium. Even Belgium. Yeah, friendly country like Friendly countries might send them, <laughs> despite that. Despite what what we say that we don't do it. Of course we do. We do it wait, all the time. Wait, Josiah, you know I gotta do the bit. The What's the bit? Like the, like two stu like you know like two um two Floydy Germans like you know sending a weather balloon over to America and it's like oh look Hans the weather balloon has found its way oh, to America no, oh, yeah oh no Hans they shot it down. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> so, this is so like, like Hindenburg a, too. So, so I'm gonna, so I, uh, I'm gonna show you my little chart board that I, I oh, have. Oh god, he's got a chart. The, yeah, I've got the board. Um, you just whip out the what, calibers, man. You just go for it. So let, let's. So the first one is February 12th, Lake Huron. Uh, it was around. Uh, 20,000 feet soaring near the eastern portion of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. It was shot down over Lake Huron, uh, about 15, na- 15 nautical miles east of the Upper Peninsula. It was presented It's an octagonal structure with strings hanging off with no discernible payload. Now, I mm. think that this resembles the jean jacket species that oh, God. Have to too, cyclically, <laughs> too cyclically relay back to us. Nope. I think it's grays. It's the grays. I think it's Kiki Palmer. She was in that movie too. <laughs> I think it's Kiki Palmer. It's just, 
<laughs> She's just <laughs> flying above the Yukon. Just <laughs> you know, hell yeah. Rich people got too much money. Yeah, so you know? the it was what, so they shot it down with a it was an F sixteen uh, shot down. They said, oh well, it wasn't like a military threat, but it, it seemed like it could be a surveillance issue. Yukon, the the one that Canada asked for us to shoot down. This object was similar to the other one, um, but smaller. Uh, F-22 shot it. The object had unlawfully entered Canadian airspace and posed a reasonable threat to the safety of a civilian flight. Uh, they have re- All these have been recovered, by the way. Um, one off of the Alaska coast, the other off of South, the South Carolina coast. Uh, yeah, it's... It, there's been a lot of attention to it. Is it aliens? No, it, it's it's not aliens. It is just people sending no. spy oh. spy. It's just surveillance shit. That now that because Biden looked weak, he's increasing. Um, he's turning up the pressure and shooting them down more. So which is revealing just how many there are. How many? Question. Well, yeah. Go ahead. So my question is, we, I mean, first off, we know two things. Uh-huh. We know that Bolsonaro is in America, in a Floridian hospital right now, probably hospitalized. He's hospitalized most of the time. So we know something. Jair he Bolsonaro is, is in the country. We, know that, we also know that he's a bag of hot air. So... <laughs> Do you, are you going to say that Bolsonaro has floated out of the hospital? He's floating yes. above, and they the... keep having to shoot him down because he keeps like flying over the country, and you can't have that in a civilized country. In a civilized country, <laughs> in a civil... we used to be a country, a proper country. Yeah, now Jair Bolsonaro is floating like, overhead. Fuck it, yeah. You're like, what does this country come to? As you look up and you see Bolsonaro floating above you, looking kind of like the uh, the blueberry kid from Willy Wonka. <laughs> I would say that this is like a Junji Ito esque. Oh, now that you said it, there's. I'm, I'm thinking of the implications, and I don't really like it. I feel like somebody's <laughs> jerking off to that. No, 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 no. No, like uh, blueberry Jair Bolsonaro, it exists. It exists. I don't Google. I know it, it does somewhere. Oh man, <laughs> I was hoping a UFO would land uh, during like during the Super Bowl. So let me, let me tell you been. my personal experience with a coworker with UFOs. You were yeah, once yeah, abducted. You they came and they. You're, Phil, what year were you born in? Nineteen ninety-seven. So in 1997, a ship set down on the outskirts of the swamps of Dagobah, otherwise known as New Jersey. The swamps of Dagobah. Landing inside of the 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 great mushroom cloud of the state. You know, i i do kind of I do kind of look like the the sort of like twink and or twunk that that gay little <laughs> frog would like you know make me <laughs> you know make me trudge through make me trudge through the fucking jungle. Isn't that how you spent your your childhood trudging through the pine barrens, running from the yeah, Jersey it, Devil? Yeah, it's called Boy Scouts. Look it up. Yeah. yeah. Didn't they just kind of release a bunch of you into the woods and say, all right, whoever comes back not mauled to death by the Jersey Devil, you'll get this so, merit badge. There are two ways you come back from being released into, like, you know, your your autonomous self in Boy Scout, wo- like, the woods. It's either you come back alive and you don't come back gay. So, as long as you maintain it's those, only two, those things, two things, you're good. 
You're alive and you're We're fine with gay. the Jersey Devil, but the moment that we think one of them is gay... Oh, then yeah, then the gun problems. comes out. Then, then the correction gun comes out. So, it's been a nothing story, essentially, but it's been so highly reported all week. It is very funny. Let it me tell you, funny. it breaks people's brains. I need, I need to talk well, about this. Because, like, a yeah. co-worker approached me and told me they're, like... So, a co-worker approaches me with a clearly doctored video <laughs> of, like, a UFO peeking out of the clouds. It's and CGI. Yeah. Like. And, yeah, it, is, it, is, it was straight up just a CGI video. And he's, it, me and my co-worker are like, bro, that's, that's fake. It's just fake. Like, it's not real. This is what makes me feel doomed, though. Because, like, people are falling for, like, what I assume is something, like, animated with, like, MS Paint. Um, and, then, and then it gets worse. It gets So we're well, talking about it, and he's like, oh, yeah, you know, those Chinese balloons and all, you know, the Chinese, they're really gonna, like... I don't know. They're gonna. They're creating AI, and AI is gonna kill us all. Did you see that they have that robot that can? That's made out of metal, and it can disintegrate and like re rebuild itself into a, a form, so it can it can like Isn't spy that on also people. CGI? I, I want to say that, that the, I don't remember. I, I don't remember. It was a viral video, but I want to. I want to yeah. say that it's it's staged because most viral content is. Yeah. I don't know. But it's just, whenever I hear shit like that, it just makes me, like, deeply disquieted. Because I'm yeah. just, like, I'm sitting there and I'm just like, do you guys, like, you guys really think this? Well, this is what makes me feel depressed, because people are, like, falling for, like, MS Paint, like, picture videos of a UFO or whatever. And, like, then we're making, like, really convincing deep fakes now. Oh, right, And it's right. like, it's like, you stick that... <laughs> You know, you stick this, like, fake drawing in front of someone and they're falling for it. What do you do when you have, like, a voice that very much sounds like Joe Biden, you know, saying I, I something that, insane? I think you that know? we're just broken. I think that we're doomed. this is... We're, oh, we're so fucked. We're so fucked. Deepfakes are going so to bad. destroy the Amer American discourse. And global political discourse. But I think particularly because American politics are in such a insane boiling point where yeah. oh we should also uh, mention that uh, uh, uh trump called uh, ron DeSantis a pedophile oh that was awesome that was so funny that's great that's, he that... also he also said that <laughs> joe biden did a good job with the state of the union he is such a confusing man i i swear like i, no, was talking... I think that i this makes exact sense to me i, I this makes so much <laughs> sense because here here's what he's doing he fucking hates ron DeSantis because ron DeSantis is aping his thing and he despises it he hates it so what he's doing <laughs> he's is he is i this is this is my 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 nostradamus prediction i think if trump doesn't get the republican nomination because he was a lot of elements of the of the republican party are going to bat for desantis it's being split in half they're fighting and it's beautiful if they nominate ron desantis i think trump will endorse biden if biden runs oh you have got to be kidding me 
I, that would be I, that would, I mean that I hope would be you're right. Funniest then, thing to ever occur in American. Politics. And then you see like the whole Q wing will have like a whole split where there'll be some people they'll be like the deep state got to Trump, and then some will be like trust the plan, trust the it's plan. Always, it's always been. It's always been Biden. It's always been Biden. Think about it, guys. Think about it. I mean, he's <laughs> he's been in the state government longer than Trump. He's you know he's had his hand. I mean, he signed the crime bill for pizza. You know, he he created all these like great <laughs> conservative projects. He's, he's been always fighting been fighting from within since the beginning. He's always he's been fighting from within the entire time. We it thought makes that so we thought sense. that Trump was the real. We thought that Trump was 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 gonna was going to. Have you ever seen Joe Biden in sunglasses? Actually. It makes sense. It makes sense. <laughs> God damn it. I, I I truly believe that if this if these sets of of events occur, Trump will endorse Biden, and we will live in a world where he's going to force Donald Trump Jr. <laughs> to campaign for Joe Biden. <laughs> now, it makes sense though, because like um, you know how Joe Biden like the way he is, it's very clear he's not taking adrenochrome. Like you know, he's <laughs> definitely not got he's the so baby blood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is he is so empty of a tree to crumb. <laughs> he's he has he contains negative amounts of a tree to <laughs> uh, He's blood liable for a tree to <laughs> <laughs> oh. So yeah, you so I just wanted that brief aside. Yeah. And well, we're, so we're entering an election year. We're entering an awesome election year. And I, like, you know, I was saying uh, to Jackal the other night, um, I think that 2024 is going to be the election of Mammonberg. We're going to give you live coverage. Oh, we're yeah. going to become the most important politics podcast in the world. I'm going to flex my my de facto journalism skills and just. Yeah cry i'm gonna see if i can get a press pass using this podcast at some point in Phil, 2024 if, if the both of you could get a press pass that you can get into <laughs> listen we, josiah and i have to see the issue is if josiah and i like end up getting press passes we we can't like be we can't dress up like serious journalists we have to like we have to wear like 1950s attire with like fake mustaches. <laughs> I am and we've got to be like we've got to be like we're the press, we're the press coming through, coming through. We got to get the news, got to get the news. I've long held that you need to do your 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 Hotep Josiah arc at some point. I think this is the time. This might be the time. If I build up the energy, that could be pretty great. I I would love to be like, you know, uh, Mrs. You know, uh, you know, like like asking a question to a candidate and just ask Mrs. Marjorie like, Taylor Greene. Uh, how would you how would you um, how would you characterize the, you know, the land back and, uh, you know, return to Africa movements that um, are beginning popularity again because I said so? <laughs> I'm gonna how do be you... like, how do you square the facts that you and I were both created by a scientist? <laughs> on the Isle, on the Isle of Patmos, be a process known as grafting. Do you ever feel grafted? Do you feel like do you do you ever feel like your skin isn't your own? I mean, ever... I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> oh, we are so trying to not get to the really sad bits of the news. Pop, 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 pop. UFO, alien seeker man with the good. And then crit, and then do some terrorist act. I guess. Yeah, I, I, I guess I was. Not living because I was thinking it was going to be a terrorist. You were worried about a terrorist act. I was a little nervous. Did you see Olympus has fallen? Is Anderson Cooper, Alex Jones, in a skin suit? They're known as the Lulu in Sumeria. They're reptilian with big eyes and they had opposable thumbs. 9 11.
I don't get stars. I don't think there's stars out there. They are starships and stargates. So what do you think about the reptilian theory? Well, it's definitely not a theory. They are real. One of them killed my cat. Hey, for the ninth consecutive year, uh, Nick, JetBlue Air Airline ranked first for satisfaction among all North American airlines. Ancestry from dragons. But you know what ranked least in satisfaction? 9-11 airlines. I really feel like Jimi Hendrix and Bruce Lee had a hand in all of this. What a terrible name for an airline. It reminds me of that tragedy. The idea is that there is a race of reptilians. The name of their planet is Rising, R-I-Z-Q. They created us in a laboratory using their DNA, platypus DNA. I don't laugh at 9-11. What? What is that 11 American murder? The true satanic panic were the, um, the, the people hate crime along the way. Moving on. Um, <laughs> we, the, so, so some shit is gone down in Ohio. Um, if you are on Twitter a lot, you've probably, you've probably seen a lot about this, but if you watch the news, you might not know a lot about this because it has not been getting a lot of press coverage. Um, now I've also seen people push back about that and be like, actually it does get press coverage. And then what they do is they Google this event and then see that there are articles in major news networks. That's fine. It's not headlining anywhere, though. It's like Sorry, a... folks. You've just done a confirmation bias. Yeah, it's not like a headline anywhere. The TV news is not running it. I, I was at the gym today. All the news stations on the TVs were all like uh, about the UFOs. That's yeah, like Fox, what everybody's Fox talking News about. was mostly talking about like stoves and gay people again. Yeah, they that's they're always doing their thing. Um, Did you see that tweet about about that uh, the feminist agenda of M and M's? You know, they always find a way. Uh, but no, in Ohio, in uh, uh, East Palestine, um, Ohio, um, there was a, a train derailment uh, that spilled a bunch of toxic chemicals. Um, now, this, this f- from what, what I understand of what's taken place, right? You know, it derailed, it spilled, they needed, it, it had potential of exploding, so they needed to do a controlled burn of it. So they did a long, day-long controlled burn of these toxic chemicals and sent everybody in peace, Palestine, out, evacuated them for a day. Then they invited everybody back and said, everything's cool. And there was very clearly a massive cloud of just like, <laughs> just very ominous looking cloud that you, folks, you, you folks, see you pictures of if you Google it. It's it is come on back into town. That that's not something. When you look at that, it's very clear you should not be in this area. You should not be in this, this area. Seems unsafe. But authorities are like, "Yo, you're good. We're good. It's all good." And then um, uh, a reporter at a press conference got arrested. That seems sketchy. Not a lot known about that story, though. Uh, the governor says it was not intentional, whatever. But anyway, people have all returned, and then uh, small animals have started dying. And people are feeling sick and getting headaches and very clearly getting poisoned. Let me, let me interject a bit with uh, ecological knowledge. So this is a fun fact about Phil. A fun fact about me is that my dad worked for the State Department. He worked for the Department of Environmental Protection. And mm-hmm. I went with my dad a lot on, like, take-me-to-work-day events and shit growing up. L- let's just say I was kind of, like, inundated with the culture of environmentalism from a state perspective at a very young age. It's something I was just around a lot. So, and I've also, you know, I've done some minor, like, 
you know, environmental science classes. So don't, don't say, I'm not saying I'm a genius, but typically in cases where like small to like mid-sized animals begin to die, that's usually a bad, I mean, it's a bad sign. That's a bad sign. Yeah. <laughs> not only is it a bad it's sign. It's certainly not it's a good also, one. Well, you see, the issue is that animals, to my knowledge, cannot filter out artificial toxins as mm -hmm. well. I think there's something about the way that animal, like non-human animals process bodily toxins where the buildup accrues faster mm. when it cannot be filtered out. Like, essentially, homeostasis and, like, other animals is harder to maintain. Humans can filter it out because there's just a lot of, like... The way that our lungs function and the way our, like, internal structures regulate themselves is a little better. It's not great, but it's it's better. And and you if know. you're a human being in the 21st century, you're already 20% microplastics anyway. So yeah, you helps. know, we're we're used to it. You know, you're looking at your hand right now. There's a few, like, you know, there's you a few, like, shimmering bits. There's a few shimmering bits. Needless to say... So the, the primary concern with this, from what I've researched ecologically, is the first thing is that's going to be bad is acid rain. Yep. So yep. the first thing that's going to happen is that once the cloud evaporates or stops, or even if it doesn't stop for, you know, a considerable amount of time, next time it rains, it's going to be acid rain. And it's going to, mm -hmm. it's essentially going to like decimate the like ecological balance in the area. Cause like the first storm of acid rain typically does and then continuous, you know, downpours of acid rain over a period of time will do ecological damage and it might do structural damage depending on like what it's, for example, it might eat away at like some metals, some ceramics, some like, you know, building materials, little bit. Not a lot, but a little bit. And that's going to cause infrastructure issues in Palestine. And that's also going to cause like ecological problems. Yep. You know, their climate's not going to be as healthy in a year. Um, my guess is that if people are exposed to this cloud for any length of time, you know, they're going to forget about it for five to 10 years. And then suddenly, oh, you know, you have cancer. Have cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Which is this. I mean, it's not to the same extent. But, like, this is kind of, like, what happened with, like, Chernobyl, too. Like, a lot of the deaths related to Chernobyl had more to do with, like, long-term impacts. Um, which is why... Um, actually, this kind of bridges us on. So, yes, this is a big tragedy. And, of course, people don't know how to react to tragedies in a normal way. And the, like, press silence around this has is, is got a conspiratorial air that I, I admit I'm, I'm, I'm very sympathetic to. Um, little tinfoil hattie about so we have um but you know it, it encourages people to like just start saying the stupidest shit so like you know anytime th there's a lot of comparisons to chernobyl that feel kind of obvious here right and anytime chernobyl starts making its way out of the discourse a bunch of guys with like lenin profile pictures do long oh, threads explaining that only 20 people actually died at chernobyl or whatever um which is not true what happened was a lot of people got really really sick and they died later uh, there were like only 31 people died at the point of the initial thing. Yeah, only like <laughs> only a few people got like immediate acute radiation poisoning, Josiah. Sorry, that means it's okay. Yeah, it's Not so only that, good. but I feel like those people probably also wiggle out of the human robots thing. You know, the one where they sent in people to like you know prowl the facility with very minimal equipment because there's nothing they could really do to prepare them, and they were like, "Listen, folks." 
Uh, you guys are either going to die in 5 to 10 years from cancer, or you're going to die today from uh, us shooting you after you come out of the power plant with severe radiation poisoning. Right. So, you're either going to, like, <sighs> die, or you're going to die faster. And you can yeah. either die faster serving your country, or you can die slower Not at serving. Home. Right, right. Um, so, yeah, so, yeah. But but moving away from Chernobyl, of course, like, yeah, this this has got kind of that conspiratorial error because, like, the State Department isn't doing much about it. Um, the press is, like, weirdly silent about it. Like, um, I mean, a massive ecological disaster. Like, we're, we're it, talking, like, one of the biggest things we've witnessed in our lifetimes. Like, It you reeks know. of... It, I, if I'm being honest, it, it definitely reeks of... What I could only describe as corporation cover-up. Like, it's just a yeah. corporation doing damage control. Yeah, and and I don't know why it's not getting the coverage. I, I hate speculating on specific reasons why, but I can say that um, there's an angle to this that I think has been getting neglected and is worth mentioning and kind of why I wanted to talk about this on the episode. Which is that, you know, we as a country do this really awesome thing where we memory hole news stories after like a month. So let's uh, let's all grab our time machines real quick and hop back a couple months. Y'all ready? Okay, we're back. We're back a couple months ago. It's November. Do you guys remember the rail strike? Yes, we do. <laughs> oh, wait. oh boy, howdy! Oh. Wait, no, golly no, gee, Willikers, Mister Josiah, I, I tell us a, about no, the no, rails. Mister, Mister Sonnen, Mister Sonnen, I have a, I have a question, Mister Sonnen. <laughs> yeah, yes, Jackal. Isn't go ahead. Isn't this the very rail strike that many progressive members in in Congress <laughs> did not support? Yeah, the one they and broke this, up. Yeah, this is also the strike that that like many of the organizers said that if they're Demands were not met that the something like this would inevitably happen because of how overworked and overstretched they are. Very good. Yes. In fact, they, I believe even in the demands from the strike, they were asking for new breaks. I <laughs> like. Oh, okay. wow. D- don't quote me on that. But I, I will say at the very least, they were overworked. Um, they the their complaint was that the company was you know emphasizing productivity over uh safety etc etc they were worried about this exact thing happening and lo and fucking behold it did you can go back and listen to like interviews with the strikers they were warning about this shit happening and so yeah there is a conspiratorial side of my brain but it is not uh you know whatever I, I don't fully believe it, but there is a conspiratorial side of my brain. No, you're, you're not down for the Akashic record, but you're down for this. That, yeah, I, I'm a little more sympathetic to that this being semi-related to why the press isn't covering it. But I'm I'm not fully sold. I, I try not to. I, I'm not a naturally conspiratorial person. Um, that being said, what some people have been claiming is that the UFOs are trying to draw attention away from this, which I think that's silly. I'll be real. I, I think that's ridiculous. I don't think that that the the U.S. State Department is shooting off drones and then shooting yeah, them out of the sky with jets that is to distract everyone. <laughs> it's a lot of people on leftist Twitter are saying that. I, I that's a little silly. Would you guys believe that this uh, this whole news story is going to become a really stupid culture war thing here in a second, though? Oh, I can totally believe it since we've already talked about it. Are you ready? Are you ready? So oh. then here's the next <laughs> the next step in this that's going to be uh, a blast. So because of the fact that 
the press has not been reporting it very much. And because of the fact that this whole thing looks pretty fucking shady, as we've been saying, uh, well, there's a, there's a whole wing of politics right now that really loves to jump on this shit. Uh, and that would be like Marjorie Taylor green and the kind of like, I don't know, the QAnon wing of the Republican party. Right. So Marjorie Taylor green is like, this is a cover up. This is a conspiracy, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, the Biden administration is covering this up, which there might be even some truth to that, but you know, damn well, Marjorie Taylor green doesn't give a shit about like the conditions of Eastern Palestine or like the conditions of workers on the railways or any of that. Right. Like she doesn't. Oh yeah. This is, this is cynical. It's just a jab at Biden. So, but then, Oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say Republican politicians like to point out the result of issues and not the causes of issues. Yes. Yes. So they can see that this is a problem, but whatever. But, you know, with the way that things work in the culture war and with politics nowadays, people don't really have a coherent perspective on things, it feels like. So you better fucking believe that because of the right jumping on this now, the liberal liberal center like the the Krasensteins on Twitter or whatever. Um, but And I'm a little worried this is going to spread out, are doubling down on this not being a big deal because they see this as QAnon bullshit to be emphasizing how bad this is. So now we're about to deal with the fact, if this plays out like I'm worried it is, that if you can, are concerned about the state of things in East Palestine, you're going to be labeled a right-winger. Oh, and- great. <laughs> And the liberals are going to, you know, be like denying what's going on. And this is going to get stupid. This is going to get really fucking stupid. And you know, the victims of this are, um, aside from me for being annoyed, you know, as the real victim. No, the victims of this are fucking rail workers and the the people who live in East Palestine. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's uh, get um, fucked over. By, that by who knows the vast ecological damage that these people are going to have to live with for oh let's say like a generation so probably <laughs> maybe more yeah. i mean for example i did a project on the love canal when i was a kid and just just the sheer like just a, an entire generation of birth defects that like you know ki- like it kills infants it makes living conditions impossible, and usually people don't have the economic mobility to move, so you just kind of ex- learn to accept it, and it, it becomes a huge issue. Now, back in the day, the government used to actually step in and be like, listen, folks, uh, that whole love canal thing that we kind of let happen, uh, we're not going to... We're not going to do it again, so... Don't worry about it. Take it easy on us next time. We're going to clean this up. And usually they'll dispatch the EPA or DEP to clean it up. But if you know anything about funding for such organizations, funding is going way down. Right, exactly. So then that's... I mean, that's a whole fucking other thing, right? It's like people like Marjorie Taylor Greene or whatever. I I know it's, it's useless to point out the hypocrisy here, but it's like these motherfuckers want to defund... Envir- every environmental protection agency we have they were going to call it wokeness and whatever and then now they're going to like start using this against you know just as a political jab against biden which to be clear this is totally biden's fault it's a lot of other people's fault but this is biden's fault and that's worth saying but like <laughs> i don't know i guess i get really frustrated the way this stuff starts playing out in the culture debate cultural war debate shit 
Oh yeah, because it, it's there's clearly an issue, yes. and it's clearly a systemic problem. And yeah, you know, it's basically just a bunch of people either arguing that the problem doesn't exist at all, mm-hmm. or if it does exist, it's inconsequential, and you should be worried about other things. Or it's a problem caused entirely by like the wrong formulation of events. Yeah, you know, just like a conservative politician being like, "Now, nah, see, look." We spent so much money on like I don't know railroad infrastructure, and look at what look at what it amounts to, all, yeah. all this waste. You know, let's let's cut down next year, and then you know the cycle continues. Yeah, it's it's the shit they do with the postal service all the time, where they like defund the postal service, and then they're like, you see, the postal service runs slow, <laughs> so we got to take away their money. They're clearly not doing their job, and then they just do that forever. It's like, ugh. It's all so predictable. It's yes, it's predictable. That's true. Oh, there's a whole other side of this that was worth mentioning too that uh, you brought to my attention, Phil. Um, and actually, it was brought to Phil's attention by a friend of the show, Josh. Oh Christensen, my god! Which is uh. that the, ta- the town of East Palestine was involved in the filming of the movie White Noise. Yeah. Um. If you recall uh, the movie recently that uh, that came out last year, that is uh, based off of the Don DeLillo novel about a train derailment causing a toxic airborne event from a chemical spill, which is really strange. That is a really what a coincidence. Yeah, and and also just like I think it's kind of an interesting life imitating art thing too, because I mean the book was very critical and the movie as well of this kind of exact. I don't know situation. So I don't know. <sighs> Anything else you guys want to add about this horrible thing? Uh, it's horrifying. Yeah. There's, there isn't really much else to that. I can, can add, um, Phil added a lot more, a lot more to it. Uh, it's bad. Uh, I think that a multi-billion dollar company that is offering that pitience to people is fucking insulting. And I think, think that people that are saying making big conspiracy out of this is really dumb and it's going to take away from the fact that this is a really big e- ecological disaster there's another one that happened in texas um oh that's that, like, right just yeah just in, like in the last day or so yeah we, we we saw several uh train derailments earlier today so this this isn't like even a problem that's going to go away of course people are calling these like false flags or whatever you know go fuck yourself um but <laughs> like yeah, this this shit's bad, and like this could have a lot of the shit could have been prevented if we hadn't fucking crushed the strike, and if our progressive friends in Congress and the Senate didn't sell out uh, people to uh, to the corporations. Simple as that. Honestly, that's the thing. Yeah, you don't have to be conspiratorial about this. It's very straightforward. It is a cover up and a conspiracy in a very straightforward sense. A company yeah, fucked the- up. <laughs> And they and they're trying to, to cover they it up. Did. <laughs> yes. Because admitting that you fucked up to the scale would prove that everything that rail workers have been saying was right. Yes. Oh, no. The workers God right. forbid the... the unions are right. No, oh. I'd rather die. Yeah, I'd rather let a lot of people die over this. A lot of animals die, too. Well, you know, a great man once said, um, a great and very short man in a in a fucking dreamworks film once said uh you know 
some of you may die, but that's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. From you, are you talking about about Lord Farquaad from the cinematic masterpiece uh, Shrek? Shrek, yeah, that's Shrek. what we're quoting right now. Yes, one of the the, the cultural touchstone. Indeed. Okay, should we should we uh should we talk about the sad shit now? Oh, we weren't already talking about the sad shit. Well, it, yeah, it gets worse. Don't think of a car crash in a movie as a violent act. No, these collisions are part of a long tradition of American optimism, a reaffirmation of traditional values and beliefs, a celebration. Think of these crashes like you would Thanksgiving and the Fourth of July. These days we don't mourn the dead or rejoice in miracles. No, these are days of secular optimism, of self-celebration. Each crash is meant to be better than the last. There's a constant upgrading of tools, skills, a meeting of challenges. You might say, but what about all that blood and glass? The screeching rubber, the crushed bodies, the severed limbs. What kind of optimism is this? Past the violence, I say. There is a wonderful, brimming spirit of innocence and fun. So last up, we have a couple downers here to end on. Um, two stories that it, uh, it felt like it would it would feel wrong not to bring them up. Um, the the first is of course the hate crime that was committed in the UK. Was it? Uh, do you remember if it, it was it today or yesterday? I think it was yesterday. Yesterday, um, yeah, a, a trans teenager uh, was was murdered. Her name was Brianna Gay. It's uh, it's man, I, I don't know what to say about it. It it makes me really really sad. So um, I will say this is from my research. This is. It's reflecting greater cultural set lenses in, in the UK right now. And I don't want to circle back to, you know, frickin' Harry Potter, since J.K. Rowling is less important, more important than she should be, but less important than she is. Regardless, this is reflecting cultural trends in the UK because, as much as I hate to admit it, Rowling is a deeply influential figure, and a lot of people, not that transphobia didn't exist, in the UK before JK fucking Rowling. It's just that her, when the seeds of accepting a cultural movement begin to happen, usually it only takes one public figure to be like, no, that's stupid to delay or halt progress altogether. Especially someone with the, the cultural dominance of JK Rowling, since she is basically just associated with the UK as a whole at that point. Like she's just, she is the UK. In, in a lot of people's eyes, that's what they know about the UK, is fucking, like, Harry Potter wizarding bullshit school. But, you know, J.K. Rowling's repeated, you know, turf behavior, her repeated slandering of trans people, it's having an effect. And the people she's surrounding herself with, and the people who are, like, inundated in that culture, in that sort of, like, political milieu, if you want to say that... The people who are in that cultural milieu, they're all the ones who are yesing her, they're agreeing with her, and they're they're trying to make it more acceptable that stuff like this happens to young women, to young men who are mm -hmm. trans. Yeah, it's well, going and, to key. 
it's and normalizing it. Yeah, and, and and of course it's it's obviously that's that's one one public figure example, but this is on a whole kind of it's a, cultural it's a, epidemic. Um, but both trans panic UK, is bad. But yeah, in, in the, the UK in is the UK and the US. Yeah, but the U- UK I think is is there's a particular if you um if you go to uh, Jeremy Corbyn tweeted in uh in that uh you know that this was awful that you know she was a uh, like the, she was a, a young woman who probably who, who was Chris Rush, I bet let me rephrase that <clears throat> that uh she was a young woman with incredible things ahead of her in life and she was killed because she wanted to be her authentic self to be what we all ultimately want to be um comfortable in our own bodies to feel that to feel that you know we're able to live comfortably and look at ourselves in the mirror and be happy about who and what we are and the replies to this um from the UK these are these are vile people every one of these 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 pieces of dog shit are going to hell every single one of them they've all well, this is a time where like in this. It, it's so disgusting because the trans panic is i mean you know we were talking about the satanic panic earlier it, it is just like you know it's a vague cultural war in a time of great uncertainty to try to just have some sort of like virulent anger towards a minority mm-hmm. group you know times are changing things are steadily making some sort of i don't want to say progress it's not really progress because it, it it doesn't none of this is progress it, it's it's a part of this this wider trend that we have seen in 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 the like the well specifically the u.s one is is something that we will definitely deal deal with in a future episode because i I will say that I think that we should definitely have a trans person on to talk about this rather than have uh, just cis people, uh, cis, cis uh, dudes talk about this. So, well, in in a very, very near episode, uh, near future episode, we will be we'll be doing a, as much of a deep dive into this as we can. But there's been these these trends and we see this with the with this new um, with this new satanic panic outright to the point where you have uh was it the deal like yeah the daily wire where they're calling that all like the demons are are like a uh have and we're always depicted being you know uh and uh like being androgynous yeah androgynous which is not true um that's just not that's that's uh that's not true but you know that's they don't give a shit about that so that is that's yeah we're we're gonna do a thing um uh god rest brianna brianna gay's soul um i i'm i am truly sorry that that her life um was ended so so shortly uh you deserved better yeah and then um last up a story that broke basically while we've been recording um i i i don't know if they've they've caught the suspect yet but um there was a mass shooting at michigan state university um i believe currently there is only one confirmed death um but there is an active shooter situation um 
there. I, I um, like I said, I, I'm not sure if they've they've caught the suspect yet, but it's it's been literally like kind of unfolding. Like it it started happening like right before we started the episode, and so um, obviously our our um, prayers go out to them. And um, I see. It looks like uh, it looks like at least one confirmed death and five victims hospitalized. Um, and the the shooter still uh, so um, uh, the shooter fled the campus. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, it seems uh, following. So yeah, um, yeah. That that's uh. I mean, you know, it's we're living in an age. I I was talking to jo, like Josiah about this earlier. We're we're living in an age of like kind of mass desensitization. Mm-hmm. The the book Josiah specifically re- mentioned was like post emotional society, which I, I I'm definitely going to try to give a read. I I haven't read it to be clear. <laughs> just <laughs> it was just a book that seemed kind of interesting about the topic. But you but know, yeah, yeah, we we are we we witness so much atrocity. Just like in the news daily is what I think you're getting at here, Phil, right? It, you know, and it's it's not even just that. It's that I think just by exposing ourselves to it so often, you know, mm-hmm. just because it's so ever-present, we're, we're starting to become numb to it. Because, you know, I, I talked about this before where, it, you know, the last time I saw, I believe, what was it? The the last, the tape. Yeah, from that the, they, um, yeah. I just, I couldn't bring myself to watch it because I know I wouldn't feel anything. And that might sound harsh, but it, it's hard to be shocked and it's hard to be miserable when it's like, you know, this is kind of the world as it is. This, this you know, not to not to be cheesy, but, you know, this is this is America. Like, this is just kind of the, the world the, we live uh, in right now. One of the earliest news stories that I remember was the Virginia Tech shooter. Yep. And we're living. And it's just been like, going you know, on and on. And people are being brought up in this environment, and there is just like, you know, not to not to be like doomeristic, or not even to say that like it, it's necessarily a hundred percent bad, but there's just like such a culture of nihilism to some degree. And I don't mean nihilism in a philosophical sense, not in that people are like nihilistic philosophically, but they're just just depressed man they're just hopeless absolutely hopeless and that's that's a startling reality to kind of like deal with i still think hope is a virtue yeah i hate that this is the world that we live in that this is just the the constant that we just have to as phil has said that we have to just out of our brains trying to live through it we just kind of numb ourselves which is not how the response should be every it, it should it shouldn't be like this like we should always even if that's the response that we have i think we should always be aware that well, i don't think it's normal. conscious either i, I don't mm-hmm. think it's not we conscious. really it's not we don't like it's not a conscious thing but i think we do have to have a conscious thing of like to remind ourselves this that feeling that's not supposed to happen we shouldn't be feeling this to something like this but we are and that in of itself is a horrific thing hmm. how, how are we exposed to so much um cruelty and monstrosity that we run out of empathy that's that's bad <laughs> like you know that's um 
and oh, like I not mean, run out of empathy as like uh, an insult to anybody who doesn't feel it, but more just as a like, you know, humans are only able to emotionally hold so much compassion and empathy. We're not supposed to be able to, I don't know, have to do this mourning cycle over and over and over. Um, and yet we do. We're doing it. Uh, the latest, I, I, I don't even know if we should. From the New York Times, it seems that this is stuck. Is that the shooters believed to be a, uh, a a black male short in stature, wearing red shoes, a jean jacket, and a ball cap? I have no idea how. If by the time that you know we wake up tomorrow, how could this will shake else. out? Yeah, it could be something else. Yeah. If this is true, I the culture war argument in the United States oh. is going to be fucking awful. Yeah, yeah, I not looking forward to that um so i do want to say it it's it's nice that the lenten season is coming up from from a religious practice hmm. a sense, time of mourning because, yeah 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 we have um, uh we have much to we have much to mourn yeah i i really think as we see people murdered for their identities for um for just being in the wrong place at the wrong time for murdered uh, because they were workers on a rail, uh, you know, a fucking overworked on a rail line. You know, if they fucking live in a place that corporations have decided um, is a necessary place to dispose of humanity this is all kind of stuff to pull in the kind of christian theme like phil was doing this is all stuff to reflect on when we think about crucifixion you know um this is you know i I, there's a question um the guys from the magnificast i don't remember where they pulled this from um but they they would always say and I, i think about it a lot is is asking who are the crucified of today i think that that that's always a question i think that's worth asking if you're, um, especially if you're on the left and a Christian and, you know, this whole episode, we've, we've done a lot of joking and stuff like that, but basically we, we've spent a lot of time here talking about the crucified of today, you know, and the, the people who are, you know, that God experienced the, the pain and suffering and martyrdom that these people have experienced was, you know, it's, it's reflected in the murder of Brianna Gay the murder, senseless murder of people in Michigan. God is on their side. The the people poisoned in East Palestine. God's on their side. Um, if I have, if I could read a, a, uh, a verse from, from um, uh, chapter 25 of Matthew, verse 40. The king will reply, Truly, I tell you, whatever you did to one of the least of, my, of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. And I, I think that that's... We, that's something I always think about pretty often, yeah. um, especially in cases like this, whenever this gets brought up and I can't help, but, and you know, and with the ecological disasters, I, I can't help, but really feel uh, pessimistic as even, even having the hope of um, you know, a better tomorrow of that, that, you know, a better future is possible. I can't help, but have that paired with this uh, religious pessimism of, that we as humans have failed as being stewards of the earth and we have failed um, caring for the least of us. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that that's something that we as a, uh, as a species will, uh, will have to answer for. Yeah. 
Yeah, as we as we enter Lent, I think it's a it's a good time to reflect as we lead up to uh, Good Friday, reflect on the stuff you know, on the way that death is part of our culture, the way that people are crucified daily, and so that when we arrive at Easter, we can defiantly proclaim resurrection. Um, I mean the last the last thing I wanted to say. Yeah, go for it. Was I, I think. I think what's good is I don't feel like, for me personally, in my personal life, I don't feel like failure failure necessarily has to be permanent. I know mm-hmm. that might sound a little, like, weird, but failure, you know, I know we've failed thus far, which, you know, mm-hmm. is a massive bummer in being stewards of the earth, but I, I don't think, I don't think failure is permanent. I think there is, yeah. I feel like there's a way, someday, things get to a better place i have that hope yeah even if the hope is irrational i think that's that's why i that's why at least all three of us are compelled by the christian narrative by resurrection by hope is because it's um it's uh you know it's not a naive optimism it's like a defiant optimism yeah and it's it's regardless of the circumstances i do believe a better world is possible um well josiah you know we Sorry. We live in the best of all possible worlds. <laughs> right, right. Of course. I'm sorry. Of that, course. My yes. Bad. Of, <laughs> yeah. No. That's just sorry. Haven't you? Haven't you been fucking paying attention? We live in the best of all best possible of all worlds. Possible worlds. Yeah. Sorry. My bad. I'm. I'm but, uh, <laughs> and and with that, uh, we'll we'll try to end this with some levity. So let's let's tie it back to the beginning of the, of the episode. <laughs> I was just gonna sign us out, but um <laughs> go, go ahead. No, Josiah, you you you, uh, you know go ahead. thank you everybody for listening to our podcast. Um I'm I'm Sutton PI. I, I, I was joined today by my I, I'm I'm Josiah Sutton. You can follow me at Josiah W Sutton on Twitter.com and I was joined by my wonderful co host. I was joined by uh Pangloss, I mean Phil over here. Hey, what you talking about? I'm half conscious. I'm gonna Slip in the unconscious. It's actually quite bad. Where can they follow you, Phil? You can find me at CryptidDirector at Twitter.com. CryptidDirector at Twitter.com. And Jackal. Yes, you can uh, you can follow me at JackalJester on Twitter.com. Where I have, uh, there's, now I want to talk about for a minute for high strangeness. So, if you think about it, the ultra-terrestrial threat is one of the most inex- inescapable uh, threats that we've known. I believe that the reptilians have come to Earth in one specific place, and that is the the Italian Peninsula. And I have many reasons why I believe that this is the case. <laughs> now, now, Phil, I want you. I want you to tell me something. Do you have a forked tongue? Do I Do you have, have a forked f- tongue? Uh I use my tongue as a fork, cause I, see what eat I mean? with my face. You see what I mean? You see what I mean, Josiah? You see what I mean? Yeah, I'm kind of coming around to this. You see? Look at look at him. Look at him. <laughs> where, where can they find you, Josiah? <laughs> I already said where they could find me.
<laughs> oh right yeah, yeah that's true you did uh yeah. anyway yeah no that's uh that's been the show everybody sorry we we made it on such a somber and kind of depressing note but we're that we're, happens, we're entering lunch early so <laughs> this happens when we record late too because we start out trying to be high energy and then it's it's ten forty four where i'm at it's eleven forty four where phil's at we should uh we're we, we should um i I'm, I'm starting to think that maybe we should go again for a weekend uh time uh I the the Mondays seem to lead to people being very tired. That's all good. We'll figure it out. I just need to. I just need to uh, drink more alcohol. To I don't the think that. Always the solution. Always the solution. Thank you, Phil. Thanks for enabling no, me, buddy. No, I don't <laughs> think no. I, I think that that does. No, I, I don't. Um. yeah uh have have a good have a good one everybody thanks for listening to our silly old podcast have a good night uh have a good night Also very psychokinetic Jedi powers and stuff. They cre-